Hey, everybody, and welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. How are you doing today? I'm really good. I've been up out in my yard admiring the changes in the yard, and um, and I've been steeped in gratitude this morning, so it's okay. it's lovely. Oh, good. I've been I've been very warm, and I shared with you the actual degrees it is in the UK, and you thought that was a a cold day. Yes. It's not my office is my office is like a greenhouse today. It's it's really warm, oh, but it's, but it's, it's good. So it's good. Yeah, I welcome it. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Really excited for this week's conversation. Let's jump right in. What is this week's question? Engage or disengage? I think the ability to do both are among our um, our greatest abilities to choose, if I'm, if I'm making sense. If I'm making sense with, with saying that, I believe that to be so in tune with yourself that you know the answer to this um, is, is very empowering, is very wise, is very mature, because I know the school of self-help that I was learning from. Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone who is you know, comes to anyone in life, but especially anyone who comes to a spiritual or self-help path, there's likely a lot of instances where you haven't stood up for yourself or you haven't engaged when it was the appropriate um, decision to engage. But what I've seen happen, it happens with me and I've been on the receiving end of it as well. When you're early on the path, you can go on a rampage of, I call it a rampage of, of war, where you are using everything as an opportunity to progress, develop, become better, find your voice. And, uh, and that ain't good either. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. it's not because I'm, antis- I'm thinking that what you are talking about is wanting to almost right the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's impossible. Yeah. And I think that because we fall in love with these practices so much, we want everyone to become a part of this, to grow and learn with us, especially members of our families or people yeah. that we think need uh, these practices. Yeah. And it's, and it's so, I mean, I, I think it's a journey that people continuously go on. But as I said, if it's something that you can be on top of, it's so powerful. I know we had this conversation a couple of years back where I'd gone to some event I didn't want to go to, and I shared it with you. And you said, you know what, Sean, I was recently at this meditation event, and I thought to myself, the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember sharing that with me? Did I use that word? You used that word. I did. Oh, yeah, good for you. I was. I, but I it was, remember what that was. And no, I was, but you know, even if you remember what it was, just keep it to yourself because we okay, don't. No, I would listen. never. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I. Oh, remember I remember that. what. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah, 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 yeah. You, yes. you traveled. You traveled. Um, yes. And what I love about that is the same thing as, <laughs> especially if you're if you're following principles or you're wanting to be a more active participant in your life which is a good thing, mm-hmm. but you can find yourself saying yes to a whole bunch of stuff that is Correct. noise. And we both in the same week had gone to an event where we were like, why, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. So once again, that to, to not have to be at the event and say, why am I here? To be able to tune into your decision to engage or disengage ahead of time, well, that, that must save you a lot of 
time and stress. Yes. And I'm remembering that I wanted to be, I wanted to show some kindness to this Mm -hmm. particular person. And I realized, because, you know, in, in the realm of possibilities, we really want, it's the desire to unify with everything. Yeah. And as we become spiritually mature, there are certain situations that we no longer put ourselves in to honor ourselves. So that was one of those situations because I had driven, I had driven a long way to get out there and that I'm sitting in this. And I have to tell you that I was uncomfortable and angry with myself, Um, which And if I think about it now, I have become so rooted in disengaging when I need to disengage. Mm -hmm. When I need to disengage, it means that I need to spend some time on my own. I just need to do that. Uh, And I have recently, we all have spent a lot of time on our own, and I have used that time to be lovingly selfish with myself so I can do things that I need to do. And recently I am finding the need to get out more because that was nice. It's nice. Everything is here. It's all contained. Now it's just been in the last month. I'm going out. I went to the movies as I was telling you Mm -hmm. um, a couple of days ago. And that's the first time I had gone to the movies. Of course the movies have been theaters have been, Um, shut down and everything. That's part of my engagement. And I choose it. I love how you started out by saying that this becomes a choice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think back to, it was a, it was a Paolo Cahello book and it was called manual for the warrior of the light. And I remember the very first lesson, I'm going to not phrase it perfectly, but it was, a warrior of the light knows, you know, when, when to battle and when to rest. It was something yeah. along the lines of, yes. you know, what, what we all hear, the phrase, choose your battles. Yes. And once again, this is, this was opposite. I, I, I remember at the time being like, what, that's what it's got to say? Because I was expecting a, because you, because this was the message I was getting from the books and the authors I was following at the time. It was a constant proactive do, do, fight, grind, hustle. And I remember, and I, I reference this point all the time because it's was even more prof- it's been more profound in retrospect than it was at the time. And it was pretty profound at the time. And I was at Agape with you. Mm-hmm. We were meditating and I got the message, war is over. And I have that on my fridge magnet now. You know, the John and the John and Yoko post. Yes, I have that as yes. a fridge magnet now. Um, because I'd realized I was in a constant state of doing battle in the name of what I thought was my spiritual progression. Yes. I mean, looking back, it seems ridiculous, but it was about how you couldn't let anything go by. It was about (laughs) finding every opportunity to assert your boundaries, stand in your power, use your voice, all of these things, which are wonderful things when used correctly. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, and that's, what's really important when it's about engage or disengage. um, There's, there's a time, a place, reason, season, lifetime. I, I, you know, yes, yeah. yes, there really is. And even those words, doing battle, mm. nothing to do, we get to be. 
There's nothing that we battle for or against uh, because spirit is spirit. Mm -hmm. It stands on its own, (laughs) you know, that we get to, if, if we get to, and I'm air quoting, do anything, we get to be this presence more and more. Yeah. I'm just, I'm hearing. It's like, when I hear you say that, it's like, ah, God doesn't need me to hold up the universe. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, Someone recently said that to me that, he said that he felt as though he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. And I said to him, you don't have to do that. No. You have a relationship to spirit and you really do get to let go of all of it. And that's where the lack of trust would come in. Yeah. We get to, we get to be because we are trusting something more than we are. Yeah. When we're doing, we're not trusting anything. We, we yeah. just, we just, we want to. It's like we planted a seed and we keep checking to see if the roots are growing yet. We don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel I'm going to share another story of yours, and I really feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm painting you in a certain light. But people know by now that you're a lovely woman. But I've, um, I've seen, um, and I, I'm saying this is a really positive thing. I've seen you get emails or voice notes from people, you know, emails that are a couple pages long or voice yeah. notes that are like 15 minutes long mm-hmm. and you just go delete. Yeah. And and I'm I like, to learn that. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how do you not at least, cause I used to get so many voice notes and some of them are very long and I mm-hmm. couldn't not check them. But then I was resentful of all the time I'd spend listening to them. So to, <laughs> to see you delete, right. delete. And once it comes to a trust of, you know, if, if I need to hear what's in that, I'll eventually get a summarized version or something right. like that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we do learn, right? Mm. Yes, I remember waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning, going mm-hmm. through my emails, and there was this long, I, I can't even imagine. I didn't get through it. It was a yeah. long email. And I just, I started reading it and I started crying. I just started, I couldn't believe all of this. I've learned that, because uh, and this is my practice, when it's best to keep things short and sweet. Mm-hmm. If someone is not keeping something short and sweet, they're usually ranting about something. Yeah, uh, That's where I disengage. That's where I have learned to pull back. Now, I'm, and, and the human curiosity that comes up, because yeah. I see the length of a message or the length of uh, of an email i'm no longer curious because as you just said the things that i need to know about that may have been contained in those places it'll be revealed uh, to me through spirit it's just the way the spirit um works or not and i didn't need to know that's it yeah and that is and i that's a good point yeah, because I've always had a, until very recently, um, I have got um, a very unhealthy relationship with my emails. Yeah, I check them on Christmas Day. I check them first thing because there was this anxiety about what is someone bringing to my table right. that I need to deal with. And I've even, I, mean, I went to Workaholics Anonymous for a while because because it was a problem. I could not take a day, take Christmas, take a few days off mm-hmm. without 
feeling anxious about, because it wasn't, I could stop myself checking the emails because that's a physical thing. I couldn't stop the anxiety. Yes. Um, and when I, and then all of a sudden, when I disengaged from that stream of, I'm going to say noise, and it's not to say everyone, anyone listening who emails me, I do not think your email is noise. But as we're saying, 50% of our conversation maybe, and actually to, to disengage 50% more, it's not that anything's piling up on me, it's that the noise disappears. Yes. You know, yeah, because we have a we have a great um, office manager in our business, and she is very good at because she came from a real estate background, mm-hmm. and she was taught you reply to somebody once a day because they'll either solve the problem or they would have put all together all the questions they have, as opposed to a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yes. And I just think that's brilliant. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's interesting the things that we have in our lives. Mm-hmm. That as you were talking, I was thinking that there was a time when I couldn't check my emails on my phone. I had to go to my computer, right? And I remember turning off my phone, turning, not going Mm -hmm. to my, making um, an effort not to do that, not rushing back because I had to check my messages. And I had to be very conscious about how did I want to spend my time. Yeah. And it and it's and it's interesting because I want to get back to people quickly. People love that I get back to them quickly. Um, they think something is going on if I don't respond to them within 24 hours. I even had to release that piece yeah. that I'm going to respond when it's time to respond because it's not me that is responding. It's the presence that yeah. is responding. And sometimes I have found because I am engaging, I want to there, I send out a quick email and I think should have waited. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. You know, I've recently got myself an old, an old mobile phone, which doesn't even have emails on. You can call and you can text. Um, and sometimes I will turn off my phone mm-hmm. um, and I know that if there's an emergency, my partner and my mother have this number. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that has just been, it, it, it was 15 pound for this phone. I encourage everyone to go and get a, <laughs> a little burner phone um, because that means I can turn off my phone without the anxiety off. But what if there's an emergency? If there's an emergency, I have this other number. That's and brilliant. That has been so powerful because screen time is crazy. I remember just, and this obviously is not helped by how everyone's become more virtual since the, since the pandemic, but mm-hmm. I swear average screen time used to be, I think two and a half hours a day. And at the time we thought that was so much average screen time is now four and a half hours a day. Oh gosh! And it's like, Oh my gosh. Like that is just shot up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I know, like if I think back to last year, my screen time used to be about two hours. Now sometimes it's coming up five Yes. And I think, what I is going on? It's like how, because not that either of us remember this, but there was a time, you know, you're saying there's a time you can only check emails on your phone. There was a time there wasn't emails. We would know nothing about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was but curious. I sometimes think, how did businesses operate without email? Like that, I, I genuinely don't know. And yes. neither do you. 
Yeah, right. It <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. Um, so there's something about I, I had um, a couple of clients asked me this week if I was ever going to go back to in-person sessions. And I said, not now. Mm-hmm. There is something that allows me when I sit with a client for an hour and we may run over a few minutes that is that allows me to be able to schedule things when I need to schedule them. And um, it allows me to disengage yeah. and it allows me to engage when I need to engage. Okay. And this technology was something, you know, having practitioner sessions was something that I didn't. I thought, hmm, how could that work? And I I've, I think I've said this to you. I before the pandemic, I had set an intention to see clients virtually mm-hmm. and um, and Zoom popped up. I, I could do it that way. Yeah. So I was everything was in place for me. And then before the pandemic and now there's so much freedom that happens when I have a choice like that. That is so true. My partner's a therapist and he has also not returned to seeing clients in person. Mm -hmm. Um, He used to rent a room. If someone didn't show up, he still had the fee of that room. He had an hour just sat in this room with nothing to do. Whereas now he does it from home. I, I, I do love that step forward. I remember early on in the pandemic, I had a meeting with a university in Manchester. I'm in Liverpool. So it's about a, it would have taken me an hour to get there mm-hmm. and then an hour to get back. And I had the meeting, which was half an hour, shut my laptop and I was already home. Yes. And I thought, why prior to this would the norm have been that I would have traveled an hour there and back for a half an hour meeting. And but we it's all just, did it. And we all did it. And I, I'm the same. It's like, huh? Like, and that, and I know for sure, because I've continued to have meetings with, 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 with the same university post everything opening up again, mm-hmm. and we still do it virtually. Why, yeah. why wouldn't we? Yeah. 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 It's really, um, it's really lovely the way that things have unfolded. There are office buildings in the city of Los Angeles that will probably never fill up again. Yeah. Will never be rented again because we now have given ourselves permission to do something different. Yeah. Uh, there was a time, you know, we've always worked out of the house and, but there is a time when, John, my husband, my my ex-husband, my transcendent husband, wanted to meet someone, his clients, at a at an in an office. He had clients all over the place. When they were in Los Angeles, he he set up. It was such. I'm not even going to say the the name, but there was a time. This was, I think, this place allowed people to come in rent a, mm-hmm. a space. There's a receptionist there, the whole nine yards. It was beautiful because he thought that that's the way he felt validated. Yeah. That oh, there was yeah. an office, that there was yada, 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 all that stuff in place. I never felt that way. Oh, I did. And I know prior to the pandemic, I rented office space, which mm-hmm. was always bizarre because all of my clients, our clients now for the publishing yeah. company, um, they're all over the world. I have very few clients um, in the north of the UK. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it, but for me, it was, that was what a business does. It has an office space and I used to go there and, right. it, and it, and it was so, it wasn't even that expensive, but it was completely unnecessary because I would even come home to take meetings sometimes because it was quieter. Like how, like, it was just crazy that yeah. there was this, but it was this trained thinking of, you have a place of work that you go to. And I just, instead, I changed one of the bedrooms into my office and I got to decorate it how I loved and I love it. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's so great that we get to, so we engage mm-hmm. with free will. We yeah. disengage with free will. There is something about allowing limitless thinking to happen. And yeah. that's what these last few years have done for me. I know it's done for you too. Mm-hmm. It's opened us up to things that we would never have thought about doing. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine wearing masks. We saw people wearing masks occasionally in the United mm-hmm. States, Los Angeles, and we probably had a judgment about them. Now, People are wearing masks and we're, we have, we still have a judgment about them, but they're, and they're not so different anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, if I was going to meet with someone, my initial expectation would be we'd have a zoom. Mm -hmm. Then it would be, we'd meet at a coffee shop. But if someone invited me to their office, I, I'd feel awful formal and uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that that is a a, a positive dis disengagement. Um, I I've really loved this, and I do I, I do just want to close by saying I know that I, I believe you'll agree with this. Disen- disengaging from something makes room to engage with something else. Oh, that's and, beautiful. And what I can say is, as I said, I was addicted to my emails. I couldn't. I checked it first thing in the morning. It felt like I couldn't stop myself. Now I don't think about my emails until I've had a shower and a cup of coffee and I've watched something uplifting. I've read something uplifting. Um, I've checked my correspondence with friends and the, you know, the universe, there's a philosophy that, you know, the universe doesn't like a, a empty space. And instead I took out that morning gloom of emails and it was filled with something positive. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm hearing freedom. I'm hearing choice. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing more opportunities to grow and develop and expand. Yeah. Wow. Karen, as always, I appreciate talking with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speak soon. Goodbye, everybody.